Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Teams podcast. Good afternoon. This is a Sabbath Teams podcast. This is Albert Diaz and Eric Hilgers. We're here with Pastor Sammy Lopez, lead pastor of Mighty Fortress Church here in San Antonio, Texas. And we just wanted to ask Sammy a couple of questions. And uh, we really want to see what has media, what has technology done for Mighty Fortress? And how does Mighty Fortress as a congregation utilize media and technology? And how has that been affected with some of the recent uh, uh, changes that we've had where we're no longer really meeting in buildings anymore, but the church seems to have gone out and now the church is in the house, but we still want to maintain that unity of the congregation. So we're going to have uh, Sammy here share with us just how's Mighty Fortress doing it and how is media and technology playing a role in that? Yeah, guys, thank you again for allowing me to be a part of this uh uh, this this Zoom cast here that you guys have, and 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 first of all, I'm I'm honored. I wish I I wish we were the experts at this, right? And and it's funny because um, we look at where where we're going as a church. Now, I'm not I'm talking about the church, the the capital C church, the 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 universal church. How this has brought us to a point in our history where we have to lean on technology. Uh, what's funny is that a long time ago, again, what's, it, it, if you go back to um, September the 10th of 2001, everything was as is. You can walk into an airport with no problem. You can go backstage in certain areas with no problem until, tw- in, until September the 11th of 2001, and everything changed. And now you have to really look at your security, right? Same thing has happened now with this coronavirus stuff that's happening in America and all over the world is that a long time ago, you look back and pastors and churches would not necessarily look deep into technology and how to utilize in the churches. And now that we're placed in a situation where we have to, it's funny how we're all trying to play catch up now, right? Um, I'm thankful because um, uh, who, who, who you have around you is going to be the most important thing. And, and who you surround yourself with is important, especially in church leadership and especially in moving to the, toward the future. I'm not an expert at technology. This is why I surround myself with guys that at least have some sort of knowledge of technology. It's funny because the, the furthest we would go with technology would basically be uh, email, all right? And, and that's as far as we'll go. Hey, as long as I have email and I can answer text messages, that's how we'll do it. What's, what's crazy is that we would never, ever, uh, ever think that the church of today has to now utilize technology for the purpose of spreading the gospel or for the purpose of keeping their congregations together. Um, this is why I feel bad for congregations that, that, that would say this or even the, the, the mentality of, uh, well, uh, we don't use technology and we're about meeting together. And that's good. We must meet together. Uh, again, Hebrews tells us that, right, that we will not forsake the assembling of the brethren. Yes, meet together. But there's going to come a time, as is now, where we're going to have to utilize technology in order to, to create that togetherness. And I think that's one of the things that we've done in our church. Right now in our church, what I find fascinating is that we have not only do we have a website, but for a while now we've actually invested money in cameras and technology, invested money in video and, and these kind of things so that uh, we can 
And we did it for this purpose. We did it for the purpose, not that coronavirus was coming. We did it for the purpose of let's have a let's have, let's have a clear signal. Like let's make sure that we have great internet. Let's make sure that we have um, you know HD style cameras so that whenever we go live on Facebook, so people can see us that we, it's a good quality. Now we realize that we're doing this because now we have to, right? And so um, what's what's funny is that on any given Sunday at Mighty Fortress, uh, we have two services. And so any given Sunday morning, plus kids, we'll have uh, maybe 400-ish, if anything. Watching us on Facebook now, live on Facebook and on the internet on a website, is anywhere from four to 5,000 people watching us because of this. And again, this, these, are, these are opportunities now that we're reaching out in ways that we as a congregation couldn't reach out. So I would say... To answer your question, I said all that to say this, is that um, we as a church and as a people must now begin to understand the, um, basically the basics, if you will, of technology at this point. Because if this, God forbid, happens again, this is the direction we're going. And so we have to really consider what the technology of tomorrow, especially in the church, is going to look like. Wow, that's good. That's good. That's good. Pastor Sammy, how, how would you navigate a conversation with uh, some pastor friends of yours that may not see the importance of technology or um, just really uh, is really adamant about meeting together with, with the saints and, and say, hey, we don't need technology. We just need to meet together. How, how would you navigate a conversation like that? With some of those, some it's of funny them? because we've been navigating that for the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, now, don't get me wrong. What I'm about ready to say here, I'm all about. And please understand this: you cannot place technology in front of connection. You can't. Um, uh, uh, there is uh, technology does not does not take the place of true, genuine brotherhood. I, you know, I, I've said this in a recent sermon. I said, "What is it? What is it that the church can do uh, that technology can't do?" Well, you can give them the, your hands, your heart, your love, your embrace, right? But because we're in the situation. We have to think smart, and we and we have to think clearly. Um, the way we navigate this, honestly, is it, this goes beyond. Well, you know, again, please understand. Yes, we do want to meet together, but if we can't meet together, then what's the next thing to do? Right. See, in America, we're not used to this stuff. We're not used to, you know, we're not used to having to do it like this. It, it, it's almost as if this is our underground church, right? Um, what, what's funny is that you go to some third world country, they're used to this stuff. Right. We're thinking, oh man, we can't meet together. Well, man, third world countries who live in communist country that do not, that don't allow Christianity, they hide to do this. What's amazing. We get zoom. We get to do this. So, so we have nothing to complain about. We got to recognize that technology right now, thank the Lord for those who have created technology. Thank the Lord for like ring central and for zoom and for, you know, Google hangout and these kind of things that allow for congregations, meetings, connections, uh, to allow us to do this. So we have to engage these conversations. The other thing that we also got to re remember is that most pastors say, well, we need to be together and, and, and we need to, you, you know, uh, uh, technology can't take over. Well, what's funny is right now technology is taking over. And the only way that right now that we can meet, unless you're hiding, unless you're out there sneaking around and, and hanging out together, um, this is, the, this is the best way to do it. The other thing that we've also used technology for also is because every church, just as every business, it has been hit by, the fi by a financial strain. Uh, well, churches all over the world are being hit the same way because people aren't giving. 
they're not showing up to church. So in other words, it's kind of like, it's like we're, we're, we're like chickens without a head. Technology allows us to bring us back together and to conduct congregational services, discipleship, evangelism, Bible studies, connections, meetings, as well as online giving that allows for all churches to at least stay afloat. And I'm thankful to the Lord that we've used that kind of technology as well to keep us afloat in our online giving. Matter of fact, right now, 87% uh, of our giving now has been online. And so I'm thankful for that because, again, it's a part of the discipleship process. As pastors, we're encouraged, how are you going to disciple your church? Right now, we're discipling our churches for today, but I, but we must be dared to disciple our churches for tomorrow because if we think this is the last time we're going to experience this, we'll be out of our minds. We'll do this again one day. Awesome, Brother Sammy. You said something really dynamic and powerful. Technology cannot overcome connection i think that's i think that's the way you you worded it and that that's what's so cool is that right now we're using technology because that is our connection point that that is the way that that we're still uh, retaining this um this sense of church family this sense of togetherness even though we're in in separate houses and you're absolutely right you know other countries don't have this luxury we are blessed to be in a country where we can do Zoom calls. We can have virtual Bible studies. We can have virtual worship, and we could still congregate and worship the Lord as the body of Christ, even though we're spread out in different places. Really cool words. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. No, absolutely. And, and again, I would also say this, bro, is um, is is we because we live in a nation of freedom, and we live in a nation that is. Besides Israel, Israel is the number one technological savvy gurus of all time. America is right behind it. And so I'm thankful that we get to meet, at least meet like this. We're not being, we're not even being censored. We're, we get to meet. There are countries that can't do this, that are literally being watched over by government to see what they're talking about, right? It's crazy, man. We don't have to. We get to do this. So I wouldn't look at this. It depends on what lenses you look through it. If you look at if you look through it through the lenses of, uh, well, you know, we're not doing what the Lord tells us to do. Man, let me tell you something, man. We must do what the Lord tells us to do. And if this is our way and our means for right now, yeah, to create discipleship and connections, man, let's do it. Um, just just last week we had our our our, uh, our Wednesday night Bible study, and we had sixty four join us online. Right. I love it. Through a Zoom call, 64 people on a Zoom call, man. And so that to me is exciting. Um, I, I love the fact that people are learning to think creative and outside the box. Look, pastors, listen, listen, guys, we have to learn to be creative and think outside the box. Some people say, well, I'm not that creative. Let me say this to you. The closer you are to the creator, the more creative you become. Wow. wow. That's so. And this is why it's so important for us, man, to stick so close to the Lord, because I promise you, the Lord is speaking very loudly to us in this time. What's even amazing about this opportunity is that, look, in my own church, I already said it in my own church. We have maybe three to four hundred people showing up every two, every, you know, for both services plus kids. But yet we're reaching four thousand online. Mm. I've never seen four thousand in my own church, much less anything else. So what did that tell us? A friend of mine out of Florida, he has a membership of about 4,000. He has, he, and he has about two or three services. His building is 2,500 people that it, that it seats for the past two Sundays. He's reached 12,000 people. 
Wow. He never seen 12,000 people in his own congregation. So what is it saying? What it's saying is right now people are vulnerable. People want to hear the gospel. And could you imagine if churches all around the world stop debating this and start and stop, you know, saying, I don't like this, man, but go with it. You will reach more people right here, right now, than you will in your own congregation. What did Jesus tell us? Jesus says that greater things you will do than I have. Remember that? Greater things that you'll do than me. He's not necessarily talking about that you're going to feed 5,000 people with, with, with fish and loaves of, you know, uh, with fish and loaves of bread. He's not saying that you're going to be walking on water. He's talking about evangelism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And could you imagine if we can use this platform of technology and preach the gospel on camera? Yeah. You'll have thousands of people watching you as opposed to maybe the 150 in our own congregations. Yeah. So it's a learning to be wise on this, man, because Matthew 24, 14, right? That, 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 that toward the end, everyone will heal the gospel and then the return of Christ comes. What if this is an opportunity for pastors around the world to use this? And one of the greatest ways of fast evangelism is through this technology. So don't buy the technology, man, run with it because this is God's technology as well. God owns this, man. That's right. Wow, Pastor Sammy. Speaking of speaking of being creative, I, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I um, I saw your face pop up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, Pastor Sammy on Facebook Live!" And I saw you do this thing called drive by giving. So you were, I mean, you were creatively catering to those people that didn't necessarily want to go towards that technology. Um, aspect, even even though that, that's a good thing, you you catered to both sides, and, and and you had this post, and you said, "Hey, we have drive by giving. Just drive by our." Uh, drive by the church, drop a drop your tithe in the basket, and and you're on your way. And so during this time, I thought it was so creative that you that you have online giving set up, but you also have a way for people that uh, aren't connected online to continue to tithe as well. Uh, I thought that was really creative and really cool for those people that still wanted to give. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, bro. And again, this this is the time to be creative, right? Mm-hmm. Again, we only have a small window of this. You know, a lot of us are praying, man, God you know, kill the coronavirus, kill this virus, let's get back to order. But the reality is, as much as I want this virus to be done with, and I don't want any more illnesses or any more deaths, but there's a part of me that does not want this opportunity to stop because I think we've reached more people in two weeks than we've had in two years in our own churches. Amen. It's causing us to get outside of the box. It's bringing us to be creative. It's causing us, man, to be pastors and learning what it means to reach out to the flock. Sometimes we think this. Sometimes we think, well, you know, build a building and and create, you know, contemporary worship and they'll come to you. Man, gone are the days, baby, where they're going to start coming to you. Now it's the church going to them. Wow. People say, brother, it's sad, brother, sometimes, brother, it's sad that all the churches are are empty. No, church buildings are empty, but the church is full of grace and love and mercy and creativity that we can go out and preach the gospel. Again, this is a time to take advantage of this. This is not the time to, brother, we're, 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 we're losing. No, we're not losing anything. We're gaining momentum. This is the this is what the Lord tells us to do, and 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 I love this because it takes us out of our comfort zone. And so, whether there be some that's about technology, then hey, give online. If some like, well, we I don't know how to do that stuff. No problem. Get in your car. It gets you out of your house safely. All you have to do is come on by, drive by, give your tithes and offerings a wave, and head on back home. But at least there's a connection, and I mm. think that's the thing. Is people are wanting connection, and again. 
Technology is just a means of connection. It's not the only way of connection, but it's a we, it's a means, it's a tool. And if we learn how to use the tool to the glory of God, and we learn how to use the tool as opposed to trying to, to, to fight off the tool, but saying, God, thank you for the tool of technology, because for these brief moments in 2020, I've learned new things about myself, and I learned the importance of reaching out to people. I promise you, and this is what I really believe, that once all this is done and we get from the President of the United States, guys, thank you, you know, thank the Lord, we're done. Let's all go back to our churches. Let's go back to our businesses. It's time, it's safe, we can go back. I guarantee it. Churches all over the world are going to be jam-packed because people are are needing connection. And so if you're able to use connection here, they're going to keep driving to you when you're done. I'm really expecting a, a, a move of God's spirit and a massive revival after this. Great, great words. Yeah. Um, over the, the, the past two weeks, I mean, Eric and I, we've spoken to dozens of pastors and the ones that have taken these steps and have started to utilize the online giving or the uh, the creative measures that you're talking about. I mean, they're all talking about overwhelming success. They're, they're, they're saying the exact same thing you just said. They've never had so many visitors and they're not even in their building. But they've got they've got, you know, Sunday morning is jam packed with visitors. They got more visitors than you do members. Bro. Building. Wow. You know, and Bro. looking at That's God. Right. Yeah. Yeah, looking at God. God's a creator. You know, God creates things. The enemy's never created a thing. Mm-hmm. The enemy has taken some stuff that God has created and we've allowed it to be corrupted, but it doesn't make it a bad thing. You know, just because there's bad actors or bad characters out there doesn't make something inherently bad. And I think that's you know, you know, really look at it. No, Albert, man, you hit on the head, brother, because look, here's the thing. It, it, it's all about what lenses are you looking out of, right? Man, you're, you're exactly right, man. We've seen more visitors in the history of Mighty Fortress just online. Four stinking thousand, bro. That's just on one Sunday. Yeah. You put two Sundays together, that's 8,000. I've never had 8,000 people go through Mighty Fortress doors in my life. That's incredible. But notice what's happening. Have we not been praying for revival? Has not the church been praying, Lord, just bring people to us? You want to bring people to you? I'll bring, <laughs> I'll bring people to you. But Lord, we want to hear your voice. You want to hear my voice? Lord, cause a stir in our churches. You want to stir in your churches? Lord, just move your people to repentance. Okay, here we go. Here comes the plague. Now, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. No, but Lord, we don't like technology. But what do you want? You know what I'm saying? So I love what's happening here. I would say this to you guys. I would say this. Look, these are it's pushed me individually as a pastor to, to be more assertive, if you will, on reaching out. Uh, be alert of what's happening. Um, we've had people, man, give their life to Christ, rededicate their heart to the Lord, want to get baptized. And it's pretty cool because these aren't even members of Mighty Fortress. These are people that are like, man, I needed to hear this. And so I would say this, guys. I would say for any pastor, any leader that's listening to this, start creating a, 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 um, a structure for a massive momentum after this. I really believe there's going to be a massive momentum. What we've done is we create an email like on a, you know, after we give an invitation online we say, if you gave your life to Christ or made a decision for the Lord, please send us an, an email to amen 
at MightySA.com. Give us your name, give us your information, and someone's going to follow up on you. It's like people calling in, man. Like, who are you? Well, man, we just saw you online, and I'm from San, I'm from San Marcos. I saw you online. I'm over here from University City. I'm I'm here online. Like, that's amazing. This is incredible. You know, and, and then uh, then what makes us kingdom is we had someone say, well, "I'm from University City." Man, that's awesome. Be a long drive to Mighty Fortress, but if there's a church off the road and it, it pastored by the name of David Lindell. Let me send you his church, man. Let me get you blessed by this brother right there. Again, we're kingdom to kingdom, man. This is a kingdom moment that I believe God has for us today, but start setting up structures. I will say this churches start setting up structures for an influx of individuals, because if you're really making an impact, they're going to come to you because they're begging to come back to the Lord. And so, yeah, set up whatever structure you can set up your emails that you can get your people ready because look guys, we know this is only for a season. This is only for a moment, right? This will soon pass. We'll go back to regular life. We'll go out back to Eden at Mama Marty's pretty soon. And, you know, we'll, we'll go out to having, you know, services, you know, eat, uh, eating lunch after Sunday morning service. We'll get back to life. But if you can get back to life by bringing life, set up the structure so people can receive life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that was the most important moments of our time right now. It's time to get time to get going, baby. Wow. That's awesome. Well, Pastor Sammy, thank you so much for, for taking the time uh, and sharing all, all this wisdom with us. Uh, that was just incredible. Man, I, I got to go back and listen to this myself. Um, so thank you so much again for, for, for stopping by. And uh, to all those listening, um, go ahead and make sure to catch us on the next podcast. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. And God bless. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Teams podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kingdom impact.